welcome back to the Chat with Cat podcast, where I, Cat, a writer and creator, talk about everything that goes on in my life and the world around me. Whether that be about mindset, lifestyle, goals and dreams, advice and tips, whatever it is, I'm sure I'll talk about it eventually. I even host guests to join in on my show in order to create a wider scope of ideas and topics. Follow this podcast and turn on the notifications so that you never miss an episode. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's Chat with Cat. Today, I am with my sister Maddie, and we're at the Union Coffee Shop to discuss some thoughts about relationships and different topics on relationships to kind of give you just our versions and opinions of what we learned through our relationships and just through experiences in general and what we think. Uh, Maddie, I'm going to let you introduce. Hi, Kat. Thanks for having me on the podcast again. I'm really excited to be talking about different topics with you, um, especially relationships. I feel like it's such a, like, not desired, but I feel like everybody feels the need to be in a relationship, and I feel like sometimes we jump into relationships and don't know what to look for or, like, you know, we end up getting hurt, certain things like that, and I feel like it would be good to have our take on it. Yeah, Yeah, especially, well, we're very young, too. We're both 21, so... <clears throat> we don't have that much experience, but we do want to just talk about our own kind of opinion of it mm-hmm. and what we think. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is um, connection over text versus in person. So like, what do you mean? By, like, I just feel like sometimes whenever you, maybe someone hits you in the DM and y'all are talking over text through there. Like, it's so easy to feel connected because y'all both share mutual like things in common and like, But whenever it comes down to meeting in person physically, you feel like there's not so much connection there. So I'm just kind of like, is it important to have that connection there right away or does it or does that take like over time? You know, does that kind of. I don't know. Sorry. For me personally, I think there has to be a connection like in person. You know, there has to be something that connects us because over text, it's very easy to get attached to a person that you've created in your head because you've never met them in real life. You can say, oh, they're like this. They're like this. But when you meet them in person, they can be totally different. Like, for instance, they can be really funny over text. They can be very outgoing over text. And then when you meet them in person, they can't keep a conversation or they're shy or they're just... You know, because I, I agree that people are different over text, really. Like, you can have different versions of yourself or find different versions of people in text versus in person where they actually have to talk and they actually have to make conversation with you. You know, what is your take on it? Yeah, I definitely agree because I've had an experience before where, you know, I was texting this guy. Well, it was over, like, Twitter DM, and then I got his number and we started texting. And we were texting for, like, a good, like four months I want to say and like you know he was really cool to talk to and I liked talking to him but when it came down to meeting in person for the first time like I feel like the connection really just wasn't there like it kind of like my expectations were kind of let down almost Mm -hmm. and so after that I was just like oh I don't know and like you know I feel like there has to be something there for me to want to continue you know seeing this person or like you know yeah but after that we just kind of fell apart like we didn't really talk as much and then I guess we just kind of kept it like friends I guess Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so like what was it about like that version of him versus over text versus in person that made you feel this type of way? Or was it just the chemistry? Just like I think we had good chemistry like talking like back and forth and like having similar things in common, but I also felt like we were too we were too different in a way. Like our environments, I guess kind of and like how we were raised, I guess that kind of like I don't know. I guess it was too much quiet like awkward silence but then like we obviously got more comfortable throughout the date but at the same time it wasn't how I would expect it would go you mm. know yeah I don't know that's just like I I feel like I've never been in that situation where I've been texting them for like more than what three four months because I always want to meet someone right away just because I'm like no 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 I gotta see if the vibe's right because if the vibe ain't right like I'm not gonna waste my time with this person you know um, but do you want to say something else or? I was going to say, and yeah, it kind of does like when I was talking for him was for so long and like, it's kind of like you build a relationship with that person over text or over like online you know, so whenever I met him, like I had all these high expectations, right? But I feel like it kind of let me get a little, like a mini heartbreak almost. Like it was like, oh dang, like that's kind of sad. Like, you know? I feel like because we stopped texting and stuff, it was kind of like this like little like void or something like missing, I guess. But um, I feel like that was kind of like a mini heartbreak. But <laughs> like mm. I feel like we shouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that again. I would not stay texting somebody for months and not meet them because I think you do have to have that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree as well. So the next thing that we're going to talk about is quality time. Um, together in a relationship is it vital for a long-term relationship like seeing each other you know three times a week or twice a week or you know versus long distance or versus somebody seeing each other like once a week or let's say you live like two hours apart like college I guess and you see them on the weekends only or maybe every other weekend Mm, I'm just one of those people who need to see I need quality time. I need to know that you're like 30, 15 minutes away from me. I can't. I'm I'm one of those type of people that I just can't do long distance. Like, I just know it. Mm-hmm. But why do you say that? Like, you just, is that your love language? What's your love language? Okay, so my love language is physical touches first. And then I think second is quality time. So I feel like those are the two most important things. And you do have to be together for that. Like, you can't be apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Quality time for me is one of my love languages. If you don't know your love language, it's really easy. You could look it up and test yourself. But um, your love language is basically how you feel loved and how you perceive love, kind of. Like what, how you like to receive love and how you, you know. So let's say, but there are certain people who love their space, who need their space, mm-hmm. and who can acknowledge that their presence, like let's say your significant other, like, is an hour away from you and you only get to see them every other weekend, but you're okay with just texting them like, cause you know, you're going to see them again. Um, and that's great. But I think I agree with Maddie. Like I need to like at least see them once a week. Like I can't be without them for too long because not like the connection will die. It's just kind of like, you kind of need that, you know? And then it kind of gets to your head too. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people with long distance, they they're either they didn't start out like that or they either did so i feel like people who started off with long distance i feel like they're the ones who can make it through like not seeing each other for months or not you know being able to see each other every week or so but i feel like mm -hmm, but i feel like it's people who go from seeing each other every week or seeing each other like three times a week and then go into once a month i feel like those types of relationships don't usually last because they're not used to it and like Mm -hmm. 
that's just not how the relationship started they can't like adapt to that and i feel like i wouldn't be able to adapt to that either so i want to ask you this like when people let's say they go to college and they go to new york or they go just they move away from each other but they still want to try to keep the relationship but then there's that one person that's like no like we should just break up because do you think that you would try or you would just be like nah like i'm just gonna end it right here like i'm gonna save myself some trouble you know i mean that's a hard question because i feel like if you both really love each other and you know what you want then y'all can make anything work but i also feel like for a long-lasting relationship that goes, like, for years, you have to kind of have the same views on what you want for each other in the future or what you want in the future to, like, kind of align. So it's like, oh, if I want to travel the world and, like, do all this stuff and my other, you know, my significant other wants to just stay in one city and, and keep their full-time job or whatnot, you know, I feel like that doesn't really align. So in the end, it probably won't work out the way that they want it to, you know? yeah i think you're right about that like if you have different goals and especially if you're young too and y'all are trying to make it work long distance it probably won't because you're you're so focused on yourself or focused on this goal like going to college and getting your degree while you know he's doing something else and it just doesn't yeah but honestly i don't i feel like i would try but at the end of the day it would i think mentally it gets to you because you want to see that person every day (laughs) you want to like be able to hug them and stuff like that and then when you can't you're just kind of like you know and then i don't know if this happens to you but sometimes like when i couldn't see that you know person that i wanted to see it would just get me in a bad mood like it would just make me feel a type of way and i'm like i that's not healthy for your mindset your mental health either yeah i feel like there has to be a good comfortable like schedule set up with you and like your boyfriend or girlfriend because like seeing each other every single day is not healthy because you don't have that time away from each other to be able to be comfortable with yourself still because it's like at a point you were comfortable being with yourself not seeing that person every single day up until y'all started doing that and like i feel like um you have to make a comfortable like kind of schedule yeah talking about schedules um next question so how often should you have date nights because i feel like a lot of times you know, I'm guilty of it, too, Well, when I was in the relationship. <laughs> um, you know, getting comfortable, getting comfortable with your significant other, and, you know, maybe I'll live together or maybe I'll don't, and y'all just kind of go with the flow now. Y'all don't really have date nights, you know, and, you know, you're just kind of going with the flow, and you, you know, don't do stuff like, let's say, spontaneous stuff, like, oh, go out and do something fun or something y'all haven't tried before. Y'all just kind of going with the flow. So, like... It's easy to get comfortable in your relationship, but how often should you, you know, go out to the movies or go on a fancy date, you know? What's a good number? I think that that is so important to have date night because it's, like, the one day or the one night that y'all can be, like, you know, it just is good vibes. I feel like once a week is good for date night, and I like to have my date nights with my boyfriend. We've been together for three years, going on four, but... um, like Friday night or Saturday night, we like to go to dinner, go to the movies, or do something, you know, try something new. I feel like it's good because you kind of look forward to that. Or even like we go on dates, like if he's off on Saturday, we'll go for brunch and then we'll go, you know, shopping or whatever. Like try something new. Like I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, do something different, mix it up instead of doing the same old routine. I think that's good too, especially like you said, you look forward to it and it kind of sets your week up. But then it's like, 
you know, people who are comfortable with just like hanging out in their house. <laughs> I know um, <laughs> this screensaver's on has like different pictures. Uh, anyway, sorry, off track. But like people who have like their own schedule with their significant other, like they stay at home. It's like an in-home kind of movie night. Their homebodies, like that's good for you. Like I think that's amazing. <laughs> that when you're uh, you're comfortable with your significant other, I think anything can just feel good to be with them. Just being with them in general. But you know, sometimes we can get caught up in the routine. So I think it's good to have date nights. I say once a week would be a good week. A good schedule to have it right or something spontaneous something like let's go try like this new food place like let's go i don't know horseback riding or something fun like you know something different and that y'all can both experience stuff because i feel like experiences are what makes like you know life exciting makes life fun instead of just doing the same old thing over and over again um next question maddie has some really good ideas so it says the importance of texting all day or how often or what do you mean by this, Maddie? I'm so confused. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm talking about like how you know when you're like in the talking stage with somebody, I'll usually text like all day, you know, because y'all both are into each other, right? But then it's like when you start dating, do you continue to text all day, every day? Or is it like, oh, good morning and then good night or like good morning and then in the middle of the day, how's your day going? And then good night. Like. I'm one of those people who need to be texting throughout the day. Like, if I'm not with you, I just need to know what you're doing. Like, you don't have to text me 24-7, but just let me know. Like, little updates. I don't, like, I, me and my boyfriend, we always, like, will apologize. Like, if we don't text, like, a lot throughout the day, we're like, oh, sorry, I know we didn't text a lot today. Like, because we know we both like to know what we're doing. We both like to have updates and, like, text a lot. I feel like I'm the same way. I love texting. Like, even, like, in the talking stage, because I'm always on my phone, too. So it's like, how can I not text you when I'm, like, literally on my phone 24-7? And then it's like, for me, if I'm really into you, like, I'll keep texting you because there's no reason why I'm not. Like, I'm on my phone. And even when I'm in a relationship, I love that connection still. And I love texting. I just love socializing. It's, like, my love language. Um, but I know a lot of people who, you know, with their significant other some of them don't even text like at all until like you know they're like i don't really text them i just text them like every so often like what are you doing or what am i eating little updates here and there but not like full-on conversations because when they're in person they you know talk and stuff and it was something crazy because like you know right now maddie says that she texts her boyfriend a lot but i'm saying if i was gonna ask her like if they live together like would you still text the same because y'all would see each other like you think you would still text the same amount um probably not since we're waking up together and going to sleep together i feel like during like i'm just saying texting when you're not together because me and christian obviously we never text when we're together unless he's just texts me like to be funny or like you know but i feel like no we wouldn't text all the time only on days where we're probably apart from each other or like if i have to go do something with my friends or something like that but no yeah okay so i mean it just depends on how you I feel like it depends on the relationship, like how y'all feel about communicating through text or like if y'all are okay with not updating each other. You know, it just it really depends on who you are. And I know a lot of people who don't like to be on their phone, like they just like to be in the moment. So, and I respect those type of people. I, li I, li I wish I was more like that in the moment type, but I'm not. But I can respect those people that are in there, like want their space and they're like, hey, like I don't need to be texting 24-7 to know 
to make you know that I'm into you. Like, you know, you're just not that type of person. But let me see. The next question or topic that we're going to talk about is creating. I can't read that. Creating trust. Uh, creating trust in a relationship, which I think is probably one of the most important things in a relationship you can have is trust. And, you know, provide security for one another, you know, because there's a lot of relationships that start out as or not start out. But obviously, let's say you get with somebody and let's say one of the person in the relationship is, you know, had been heartbroken previously. There's a lot of insecurity in that person because they've already been hurt before. So how do you build that trust within the relationship? You know, do you start off giving trust, you know, like. Is it like that phrase, like, everyone's innocent until proven guilty, or is it everyone's guilty until proven innocent? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you build that trust? Because I think we we all have to be vulnerable in a relationship, right? Like, we all have to start out that way, I think. We can't assume that this person's going to cheat on you or do you wrong because you don't know that person fully yet. You haven't got a chance to learn about that person and trust you know you haven't got that chance to figure them out so you can't assume something about somebody but then you don't want to let your guard down because you're scared of getting hurt right so how do you build that trust um i think it has a lot to do with the type of person that you're with and also their past because i feel like if you do have trust issues then that's that's okay but it also does affect the way you are in a relationship and i feel like trust is just built over time because um, in the beginning of my relationship, there was a lot of jealousy, you know, kind of like not fully trusting, but, you know, I feel like it was built over time. You know, if I say I'm going somewhere, like, and I do go to that place that I'm actually going to, like, that builds trust. If I say that, you know, I feel a certain type of way, like, if I express my feelings and I communicate that, that's trust because I'm not going to hold anything back, you know? So I feel like over time, you just gain trust by communicating to whoever you're with and also being truthful about who, y- who you're with and where you're going. Right. Yeah, I think that's 100% true. Um, it is built over time, you know. It's not something that you can fully just, like, know that you trust this person 100%. And I think throughout the years, and you can tell, like, when a relationship has had you know six months or like a year or like three years like maddie you can tell like i i don't care what you say like if you look at a couple you're like oh yeah they barely got together like oh yeah they've been together for a while you know because i don't know they just give off a vibe can you tell or no i can but it's it's always cool to be in the puppy dog phase like i see people i'm like oh like you know and but what what do you want to say no no i'm done i was gonna say but like that don't confuse like being in the three-year relationship like a good healthy relationship with being in a three-year toxic relationship you know because there's a lot of people who are with somebody for a long time but they're not truly valued or they're not truly in it for you know all the right reasons you know some people get into relationships and they just don't know how to leave because they don't know their worth or they think this person will change or they think that maybe if they do something better like that person will treat them better like no like you have to be in a relationship because you love that person and because you want to grow with them, not you don't want to change them, you know? Like, I feel like so many relationships try to last, you know, three or four years or even five. Like, you can be together for, like, six years and you're not in it for the right reason, you know? You're just hanging on to hope and that's not good for anybody, you know? Yeah, that isn't, yeah. 
And that's like kind of what I want to talk about next is that like what are the biggest factors in a relationship to make it last? And I'm not, you know, and we can kind of go into like toxic versus healthy relationships too. But like I feel like the biggest factor for me as far as any relationship goes is communication. And I see a lot of this on Twitter. Like I'm on Twitter all the time. But like I see a lot of it at communication but also understanding. So communication and understanding go hand in hand because we can talk about it. But if you're not willing to understand what I'm saying and actually notice where your faults are or notice where my faults are you know like if we're both trying to come to an agreement and talk about our feelings but if you can't understand it then we're at a like a crossroads like there's nothing we can do about it because if you're not willing to communicate and understand our emotions like there's no way we can grow together there's no way and obviously you can have the love you can have the chemistry the passion but at the end of the day there's always going to be these problems that come up like whether it's like um, ideas because we are not the same person we have our own mindset we have our own way of thinking so obviously thoughts and ways of thinking are going to clash and we have to come together in an agreement so if we can't do that I think then the relationship is you know it's not going to last forever because you know c- chemistry and all that lovey-dovey stuff it lasts but it won't last enough if you don't have that communication and understanding and trust by the way trust is a big one too but that's like second I think first on my list is communication and understanding. Uh, yeah, I really think that communication is such a big one, and I feel like understanding is even is even bigger because I feel like not many people understand how important it is to actually communicate how you feel and how you feel in that moment, not later. I used to be really bad at this. You know, I would feel a certain way, and then... Like, later that... I wouldn't say anything, but later that night, I'd text my boyfriend and be like, hey, like, the reason why I was acting off today was because I didn't like... And it's like, well, why didn't you tell me right then and there? And it's because I wasn't good at communicating. And I've gotten a lot better right now, but um, I feel like understanding and also having empathy, like, being able to feel... Well, empathy, I guess it's not really that big, but I guess it's more of, like, understanding and being compassionate towards one's feelings. Because if I feel a certain way, I don't want the other person to yell at me or get mad because then that just shows me that I don't want to show that again because I don't want them to yell at me. You know, you have to be open-minded whether the situation is horrible or it's, like... Like, it's a small thing, big thing. They all matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think you have to be able, in a relationship, you have to put yourself in the other person's position and try to understand it from their viewpoint as well as you trying to make them understand your viewpoint. You know, you can't just be one-sided in a relationship. You have to work together. It's a team. Like, that's what I always say. I'm like, relationship, when you're in a relationship, it's never, your life is never, like, about yourself anymore. It's, like, you and that person because you're working together now and it's not like when you go out or when you do something you always have to have that person in the back of your mind like okay what would I do if this were reversed you always have to put them into consideration and I was gonna say something but I lost my train of thought so uh, Maddie you want to talk about relationships again (laughs) no I'm just kidding um I was gonna say and this kind of goes into the next thing we're gonna talk about which is like just like healthy relationships and how they are versus like toxic relationships because I feel like a lot of people think when they see somebody on Instagram or like TikTok or whatever it is, like they look so good together. They look so happy. Like I always see them like and they're always laughing like I want that. 
But what they don't know is that it's not always like that. Because why would they show the ugly parts of the relationship? Like, no one does that. I can 100% guarantee you no one, no one does that. Because even in my relationship, me and Christian will have little arguments. We will have little disagreements. And does that mean that our relationship is bad or, like, you know, not healthy? Like, no. Arguing is a part of healthy relationships. It's about open communication. It's about being real with one another. Um, but what's not a healthy relationship is holding those emotions down and then blaming somebody for something they didn't even know, you know? Because there's a lot of things that used to happen, and I'd be like, well, why didn't why I got mad because you didn't do this? And it's like, how was I? How was he supposed to know that I didn't like that? You know, so it's like I would get mad because maybe they didn't do something right, and I thought that they should have known to do that. You know, but it's like you learn and you grow within your relationship. Yeah, you have to know how to like, as I said, com- like as Maddie said, to communicate because. You have to know when you're in a relationship, no one can read your mind. They can't read your mind. And even if you're like, well, they should know not to do this or they should know, you know, I shouldn't have to say anything. I could see if you're like repeating yourself over and over again. But if they if this is the first time that they've done something like this, you need to let them know that it bothers you. Let them know that you're upset because, like I said, they're not a mind reader. They don't know. Maybe they are used to it or maybe they have sisters and it doesn't bother them, you know. So how are they supposed to know? So always yeah always communicate what you're feeling because you never know like at the end of the day um if they're gonna understand you or not you have to be vocal about it um that's a cute photo of me anyways um so i was gonna say something about how you said showing your emotion or you know toxic relationship like yeah well that mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to be vulnerable and show your emotions um a lot of people especially myself like I am not that comfortable with sharing my emotions. I mean, now I I feel like I'm better at it, but I used to be so afraid to show my emotions just because I was afraid of how that person would react or I was afraid of, you know, rejection or afraid that, you know, what if this person thinks this of me or, you know, all these different things go into your head, but I think you have to let that go. And if you are, you know, let's say you are vulnerable and you share your emotions with this person and they throw it back in your face or they're like, well, why didn't you, you know, you know, they just throw it back in your face and they use it against you. Or let's say that you tell this person like, hey, like what you did really bothered me. Like, I don't like it. And they're like, well, you know, well, that's just how I am. Like, I'm sorry, I can't change. Or they're like, well, it's because of this and this. And they really don't apologize or they really just manipulate you and throw it back like that's not healthy and if you think that's like a part of like the ups and downs of relationship it's really not and if they're making you feel a certain type of way even though like you think one thing and they're making you feel a different type of thing okay i don't know what i'm saying at that. i think what kat's trying to say is when you're in little arguments or you're in little disagreements they're not the ones apologizing they're the ones you know blaming you for something else or they're the ones that are you know, getting upset about something that doesn't relate to that. They're making excuses, exactly. And I feel like it's so important to understand the difference between somebody who's apologizing and somebody who is just blaming someone else for their mistakes. Because in a relationship, you have to be responsible 100%. Say, I thought, leave that out. (laughs) But that's, (laughs) but I'm saying like, like step up if you're the one who messed up 
own it. Don't be blaming somebody else or don't turn it back. Don't turn this whole situation around and make it seem like I thought, you know. But yeah, you guys, being in a relationship is not your top priority. I hope it's not. Because when you want a relationship, the perfect relationship is going to come along. You know, that person is going to come along. Don't give up on love because it's the strongest thing we have in life. Just want to say that. <laughs> yes, it is very strong. But I was going to say this as well. I'm sorry. I'm running on like six hours of sleep. So that's why I had the little brain fart. But no, relationships are not easy. They're not. And I talk about this a lot with my friends. I'm like, dude, being in a relationship is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I just now realize that being single, I'm like, wow, I feel so. It just feels like I'm a free spirit right now. But I'm saying that being in a relationship, is it's nice. It's fun. It's beautiful. It's everything. But it is work it is not just sunshine and rainbows every day it's considering their emotions it's talking about the hard things that you don't want to talk about it's you know bringing it's like trauma bringing up trauma and you're to you know understand that person there's a lot of dark shit and there's a lot of heavy shit that comes with a relationship and so if you think that you're oh, I, I i'm tired of being single i want to be booed up i want to be this and that good for you but don't force anything and don't go looking for the wrong reasons like if if you want to be in a relationship just so that you're not alone, I think you need to work on yourself. Find that love within yourself because I promise you we are all like just meant for ourselves, honestly. I mean, I do believe in soulmates. I do believe in, you know, finding your match. But at the end of the day, you do have that love within yourself already and you don't need anybody to fill that void or fill that connection. You can do it all on your own right now. And I just want to say one more thing that if you are in a, in a relationship and you don't have any problems, you don't have any tough talks, you may need to reevaluate because, yeah, a real relationship are going to have real talks. You're going to cry. You're going to be super happy. Like, you know, relationships are tough work, like Kat said, but you fight for what you want. So, yes, I love that. No, yeah, there's going to be tears if you really love this person. I promise you, you will cry. You will feel it in your gut when y'all aren't talking or like, not like y'all aren't talking because that's kind of toxic. But I'm saying if you are like in an argument, you will feel it. You will feel it because if you truly love that person or truly care about them, it's not going to be just sunshine and rainbows all the time. And like Maddie said, if you haven't had tough talks, if you haven't had like arguments, maybe it's reevaluate and be like, well, either I'm not about this person 100% or they're not about me 100%, right? So I think that wraps up this podcast. I'm actually really, really happy. I hope the background noise isn't like as bad as I think it is. It's probably not. But um, thank you guys for tuning in to the Chat with Cat podcast. If you have any suggestions on the next podcast, please let me know. Um, DM me on underscore chat with cat on Instagram. And then go ahead and follow Maddie on Instagram as well. It's um, at MaddieXG. Is that correct? Maddie XYG. Um, I'm really excited to have Maddie. Uh, I hope her and Christian get married. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> I think they are, probably. Okay, invite us to the wedding. Y'all are all invited. Just kidding. Anyways, no, yeah, it's a little backyard wedding. <laughs> okay, guys, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a great week. And, yeah, DM me if you want to be on the podcast. I'm getting another microphone, so it might, you know, go a little smoother. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to follow this podcast and share it with your friends, family, or anyone you think might enjoy it. 
Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at underscore chat with cat to stay informed on the latest podcast topics, join in on polls, and even be a guest on the podcast. I hope you guys have an excellent day. Remember to stay hydrated, let go of negative energy, and heal yourself. Bye, guys. Bye.